Hey, good evening, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and I'm excited to bring back a couple of my favorite guys, a couple Oriole fans. Uh, you guys have met Joe. He's been on before. You met Dale. He's been on before. And we're going to talk some Orioles baseball today. So, fellas, thanks for joining me this evening. Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Thank you. So, let's, Joe, let's start with you. Uh, what do you think the keys to success are going to be for your boys, the Orioles, in the offseason? There's so much talk right now about Aaron Judge and a number of different key components, but what is it for the Orioles? It's probably not Judge, so what is it? I'm thinking maybe uh, another veteran pitcher to show the the young kids, maybe like a Carlos Rodon or a Chris Bassett, somebody that's going to be in there that's had the experience. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Justin Verlander for how old he is and the money. I, you know, that's a that's a hard pass. Even though, you know, Kate Upton's a plus, but I don't think it's that much of a plus to spend that kind of money. Yeah, and he's going for a three-year deal, honestly, because he's got 256 wins, right? Mm -hmm. So he doesn't want to come up to what 294 to 297 and have to sign a one-year deal someplace. Yeah, right. So it makes sense, Dale. What do you think? Uh, what are the keys to success in the offseason for the Orioles? I'm I'm with Joe. I I would like to see him sign two starters, one kind of top, you know you know one two type uh, pitcher but i don't know they're not going to spend huge on it I, I don't think but i'm thinking like a manaya and Navaldi. i've seen something about senga from japan looking uh, looking pretty good that would be a good pickup and then one um flexible bat you know it, it, can, it can mean to that first base corner outfield and dh role uh the middle infield we got so many people that can play the uh, middle infield i i I'm glad we aren't going after Correa or it doesn't seem to be at this point or, or one of the big name shortstops. I just don't think it's necessary because uh, Mateo was so, uh, so good last year, but then every prospect we've had and every infielder, even, um, um, uh, who, oh, shoot, who am I? Joe, who's our first baseman? What? Mount, Ca uh, Mount, Mount Castle. Castle. Mount he Castle. was a shortstop. All four of our infielders were shortstops in, in minor leagues. So it's like, and then, um, yeah, obviously it got some really good prospects uh, on the horizon too that can play a uh, middle infield. So I, I hope they spend it on getting someone that can, can kind of uh, take the ball out of the ballpark a little bit and, um, and you know improve improve that area. You guys but, also I have that that catcher, that young kid that's a catcher, right? Who's Adley, who's yeah, yeah, that kid is good. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's he. I mean, he's I think already you know well he going to be the, the leader of the team uh, going forward. I think uh, he has handles the pitching staff so well. He has such an infectious attitude. His bat's only going to improve. Um, so, I mean, they did, they got a really – here's my fear. They didn't – I hope, Joe, I don't know how you feel, but I hope this uh, re-signed Jordan Lyles even though they, you know, uh, didn't pick up uh, his option because I thought he was so good. I feel like they kind of are losing, losing Lopez, Mancini – and and Odor and if it's Lyles like some of that leadership that um that they, they they need to keep somebody around. I wouldn't keep Odor, but I, I would love to see Jordan Lyles back. Oh uh, yeah, I'd like to see Jordan Lyles back there just to eat up some of the innings. He's a he's an yep. inning dealer. Yeah, so get him there. He might to... Slot in a fourth or fifth starter or whatever, but you know, it's still it, it you know everyone loves him. He's a great influence. I think he brings uh, the whole tide up. It lifts the whole tide up for the other guys too. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And another, uh, I forgot to mention, uh, maybe Josh Bell. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. 
Because you can play first, you can play the corner corner outfields. Yeah, left handed bat that you know, that's kind of oh, a he's power a bat. Too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, like plus. I think that experiment in San Diego is done for him. Yep. I think yep. that was part of the the uh one pay me two billion a year Soto experiment. Yep. And I think that that's for the most part done. Yeah. Right. And that that'd be it. So so let me ask you boys this. You guys kind of alluded to it. So Dale, I'll start with you. Yeah. Is there any current free agents out there in the free agency market that you really you really think is a good fit and you chase after? So for example, we had a boatload of non-tender offers this week, right? Yeah. Cody Bellinger being one of them. Yep. You chase after a guy like that. I, I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Uh, yeah. So Cody Bellinger was one that was interesting for sure. I, I mean, I like the the, the, the Josh Bell uh, idea. I'm trying to think, uh, you know, who I, I did see some names and I'm not remembering them right now of, of people. I thought, oh, that's uh, that, that's pretty interesting. Cody Bellinger was one of them. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I, truthfully, we have so many good players in all the different positions. It's going to need that for me. We just need uh, more of a power bat uh, than to slot in, and then the, the starters that I already talked about. Uh, it would be nice also uh, get uh, one more back into the bullpen guy. Losing Jorge Lopez, I thought affected us the end of the season. Everyone got tired, uh, and it kind of messed up the way the pitchers were slotted uh, through. So, just I'm not sure specifically who, who you know who I would target, but I just try to get another big arm for, for the end of the game where you're kind of four or five deep there for setup men and, and closer. We use our bullpen still quite a bit and I'm hoping we don't have to use them as much next year. If we get the starting pitcher pitching worked out, but uh, yeah, that would be what I, my thoughts. Yeah. Joe, what do you, where are you chasing after in the free agency market? Yeah, I, I agree with Dale with that. The uh, another, another bullpen arm. I mean, it was kind of sad to see Jorge go, uh, but we picked them up for nothing. We got whatever for the exchange. So that, that was pretty nice. But also I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind getting maybe like a bigger free agent. Cause they did say, Elias did say he wanted to spend a little bit of money. I seriously wouldn't mind seeing Trey Turner. Cause I heard he wants to come back to the East coast. Have, Cause he can play the outfield position too. You know, the three infield spots, you know, minus first. So that, that's a good, maybe a good little, uh, pick me up too you know plus dude's fast and he's got the best slide in the all of mlb yeah, <laughs> pretty <laughs> sexy slide turner is what we call him here in la okay you had mullins and uh, uh mateo playing on the same team that you probably lead the league in uh, stolen bases for sure oh yeah absolutely that's true and and trey is as much as i hate to agree with you on this one joe because that's the one free agent that as a dodger fan i want back Right, I was okay well, with watching Cody go because he was due eighteen point seven million, and mm-hmm. he hit two ten last season. He hit one sixty five the season before. He yeah. needs he needs to hit restart. He needs to go to another ball club someplace um, where not as much pressure is on him. But honestly, the the Trey Turner idea is is attractive in that sense because he can go to the East Coast where he likes to be, anyways, um, and he could play for a team that arguably, and we'll talk about this later, but arguably you guys are possibly this season making the playoffs, maybe even winning the division. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, but yeah. 
but hands off Trey Turner. <laughs> no, he, that's that's it, the it, one it, guy I want back. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I'm not real. I, I I'm I'm kind of hoping they don't go after a shortstop. But if they did, Trey Turner is the guy that I would want of all the big name free agents. Um, over you know, yeah, Correa, Bogarts, um, all the other guys. We I saw something on Instagram, Joe. You may have seen it too, but it was flying around like you know, Dodgers are talking to Carlos Correa. Hold it, wait a second before you guys do this, you know. And then they showed him wearing a number four jersey. And I just responded to this guy on Instagram and I said, I guarantee you, if he signs with the Dodgers, he's not wearing number four, unless you can convince Duke Snyder's family to bring his number out of retirement yeah. for Carlos yeah. to wear, which I don't see that happening. So, no. or wearing number one here. It, what's that? Or wearing number one. But, he wore number one in uh, the Astros. That's what Pee Wee Reese's retired number. Exactly, exactly. He's gonna he's gonna have a long hoe before he figures out what number he's gonna wear. So, yep. yeah, I you know there's a lot of great free agents out there. You guys, the the market's clear. If you guys spend a little bit of cash, what I like about your team, and I've said this before, is you guys are young, and it's a lot of homegrown talent, and you add one or two pieces to the puzzle. And you guys are going to be incredibly dangerous this season. Dangerous. Yep. All right, so Joe, to you. If we're going to make a trade, let's say you're a GM and I'm a GM. And Dale, you're going to get the same question here a second. Right. You're a GM, I'm a GM. We're going to make a trade. Who are your keepers? Who are your non-touchables right now with the Orioles? I call you up and I say I want, and you said, nope, that's not going to happen. Who are my keepers? My keepers, Adley, Gunner. And we'll say Felix Batista. And I think that's about it. The other other people, if I can get the upgrades, I'll, I'll go get the upgrades. You know, because maybe I can maybe I can get a good pick for Cedric Mullins or a good pick for the Mount Castle right now. So fair enough. Fair enough. Three to the three. Dale, who are your who are your keepers? I called you up your GM. I'm a GM, and I say I want, and you say like John Candy in Vacation. Sorry, folks, parks closed. Moose have French. I told you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, um. Yeah. No. I, I I like Joe's picks, so I'll, I I go a little. You know, I I totally agree with uh, um the two young guys with Adley and, and Gunner. Um, and I would like that they keep Mullins. He's a homegrown talent. Uh, so I. Would, Hope that they uh, they wouldn't trade him. Although you know the right package, I could see that. Um, I would add Grayson Rodriguez, who hasn't made it. Like I hope, you know, they they don't uh, they they wouldn't include him in a package. Um, yeah, that's probably probably my group. I like it. I like it. That's a good group, and I like the fact that you guys are both talking about the young guys, the guys that that got some years to go. Um, but because. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Joe, you could tell me if you think I'm wrong, but man, Adley and Adley is uh, seems like he's already like 30, even though you play, you know, he's 22 and he, you know, and he still has uh, the, the the you know the the runway at at that age to do great things, but he he's already mature beyond his years, and Gunner is too for a 19, he's 19, 19 year old kid, 20 year old kid, like they got their youth, they're not just young, but that. They play the game the right way. They're drafting a certain type of player, you know, that 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 already knew the game cerebrally from a young age. They have parents that coached a lot or 
or, or, or were heavily involved, so they know the game really well. So it's not like they're having to train them on the job. They, these kids are coming up ready to play um, and, and play the right way. And everyone hustles. Uh, and that's why I want to make sure they keep some of that leadership so that they're not losing uh, the culture. I think everyone would agree that was what was so amazing last year is the culture that they had in, as a club was probably the best in the majors and, and that's what propelled them. And I just don't want to, you know, for making uh, financial decisions, you don't want to lose that. All right. And then coming up, coming up, growing together too, through the minors mm-hmm. coming up and, and blossoming together, which, you know, like you said, the, you know, the culture and the camaraderie, they all, they want to see each other do good at, you yeah. know, individual. Plus they want to, you know, win as a team too. So it's great to see that they're not just like a me, 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 like yep. it's we we so it's yep. I'm, I'm glad to finally see that you know yeah because we saw that a few years ago with that uh <laughs> machado uh, uh <laughs> yeah 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 let's uh, when, yeah, once, agree. He, once he demanded to play second base or shortstop and uh buck kind of <laughs> lost the, the clubhouse i think he lost the clubhouse after that and that was downhill unfortunately yep agreed yeah, did you see, go ahead sorry, sorry. Go ahead, I was just to, no, just like uh, Joe said, it, it's kind of the anti Manny Machado situation now, and and so you know it, it's it's a nice situation where you got you know, that maturity and you know team first, and and one nice thing that I hope that you know, they keep, I I I'd rather them just spend smartly than get a huge name. I like the fact that the Orioles, you do not know on any given night who's going to be the star. Um, it literally yeah. one through nine, it could be any of them, and all the starters and all the bullpen uh, had, had big moments. Like they don't have, they don't have to rely on any individual star at this point. They're a collectively a, a great team. Yep. I agree. 100%. You guys remind me a lot of the Oakland A's in the early two thousands where you couldn't like, if you no disrespect, but if you look at people's lineup, people are looking at them going, who's this guy? Who's this guy? But you guys are winning. Right, yep. and they're all homegrown talent. You mentioned Manny Machado. Did you guys see Manny Machado's quote the other day about not winning the MVP? No, I can't no. wait to hear it. What do you say? He said, in essence, he said, coming in second place in the MVP is okay with me. We won the World Series by knocking the Dodgers out in the division series. Ah, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. So all right, I, I want to write him a little note and said, next time you get at bat at Chavez, you're being if I were you, I'd duck. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm maybe. paraphrasing his quote, but that's basically what he said. And I'm like, yeah. are, are you trying to make enemies? Go read yes. a book. I don't win friends and influence people. Read a book. Yeah. We've all read it. Come on. Yeah. But that's yeah. Manny B. Manny. Yeah. yeah, that's that's new Manny B. Manny. Yeah. And all those Padre fans that wanted to see them go to the World Series, that probably did not sit well with them. <laughs> no. Yeah, it really didn't age well. <laughs> no. So, so, all right. So, Dale, wrap us up with this question, and then, uh, and and Joe, you you as well. So, what are you looking forward to most in 2023? And and I know this sounds weird, but I think it's a reality. Do you think you could win the East in 2023, based on all the new dynamics of you're playing every team in Major League Baseball and you know things like that? So. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to a competitive season, like, and just all the young guys kind of clicking and coming together. It's going to be, 
I, I don't know that I've ever been as excited about a season as I am this coming one. Um, you know, since I was five, you know, started watching every day when I was five. Um, do I think they can win the division? I do. But I think all five teams can probably win the division, which is the American League East, which is going to be tough. I actually think New York and Boston might end up end up at the bottom, which which is great. But they they might win the division too. But I I, I am I'm more fearful of Toronto right now, and then Tampa always just is there somehow with their pitching. Like you you think they shouldn't be, but they're always there. Um, so I could see. Uh, Boston and, and and I I just I think the the Yankees are going to have more trouble next year, like they did the second half of uh, this year. I I think they're going to struggle. That's a good call. I love it, Joe. What do you, what are your thoughts? Same question. Uh, I mean, what Dale said, Dale hit it right on the head too. But we also have to remember, not only are we not playing the Yankees and all the rest of the AL East uh, as much, you know, because of the everybody's playing everybody. Same goes with the other four teams. Yep. They'll have a little bit of a weaker schedule. They'll, they won't be playing us too. Right. So, you know, it's, it's good. It's good. Hopefully it's, I want to see a good, you know, tooth and nail race to the end. I mean, I, I want, you know, I'm excited again. I've always been excited, but like Dale said, I haven't been this excited probably since I want to say 2015, 2016 era. You know, it's been like six, seven years. And see that rebuild going slow, going slow. Now we're out of the woods. We're finally getting to see that light. Uh, if we don't win the AL East this year, I'm saying 2024. Because we'll have we'll have Grayson up. Maybe we'll have a, a, a veteran arm or even like maybe a somewhat superstar arm. If Maybe they'll shock the world. Go like 1996 on us and sign like a Kevin Brown or a, you know, like a, that was stud, a, fun year. a stud pitcher. Yeah, so. Oh, Kevin Brown, that's a, that's a name that L.A. loves to remember. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no. yeah. All I know, boys, is you guys, A, are going to be competitive, and B, the Sunday night game of the week is either going to be the Cardinals and Cubs or anybody in your division. Yep. Like, <laughs> right. Yankees and Orioles could be, be 0 and 161 each, and uh-huh. that's going to be the Sunday night game of the week. Doesn't right. matter what it is. I, I I live with it. I've grown up with it. I've accepted it. <laughs> but I mean, I I think you guys have a, a fantastic shot, and I love I love your breakdowns of this uh, because I just watching teams that grew up together. You see these you see these guys that don't want to do it for the name on the back of the jersey, but the name on the front of the jersey, mm-hmm. and that's what you guys are seeing a lot of. I mean. The 70s and early 80s infield with the Dodgers. Uh, you've got the Bash brothers who came up in Oakland, right? These guys were, you know, and then you added a few other guys into that mix. Um, I mean, the, the 70s Orioles, right? The 60s and 70s Orioles. You guys had some guys on that team that that would do just about anything for anybody, right? You got the Eddie Murrays and the the Doug DeSenseis and the Bobby Riches and things like that. And kind of guys that all came up together and wanted to succeed, so... I think you guys are going to do. I think you guys are going to give a lot of people a run for their money, and they're going to go Baltimore. Wait a second, one game out of first place with five to go. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Uh-huh. Yeah, the it's, fun, it, it's probably going to come down to that last week. It'll probably be three teams in the mix for that number one spot, and it's going to be. I think it's going to be exciting, but I do think the East is going to provide probably at least two of the wild card spots again because of the right. no balanced schedule. No doubt. 
No, yeah. absolutely zero doubt in that. Absolutely zero doubt. And and Dale, you and I can have some fun when on we can go on a live and watch Joe let Sarah know who's a Red Sox fan about it if if they miss by a game and the Orioles get in by a game, Joe will uh, will we'll share with Sarah, I'm sure, right, Joe? Oh, that 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 whole crew of mine are Red Sox fans, Will and and uh Nick. So they they, they will be hearing from me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, top fan rivalry followers, the Dale and and Joe. I love these guys. These guys are so much fun. We can do this all night. The these guys are not only great baseball fans, but just all around great human beings. And I love having them on the podcast. So feel free to let us know um, what we missed. Anything that you think of uh, the Orioles are a team to team to pay attention to this year. They're not in a rebuilding scenario. They're in a situation where they can make some things happen. So. Dale, I appreciate you being on with me again. Joe, uh, as Thank always, you. I always appreciate being on and look forward to doing it again soon, boys. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Bill. You bet.